everyone, and thank you for tuning in for another edition of Gameware Express. It's Friday, February the 21st, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Rachel McCauley. Hello. And we have a special guest on the show, coming back again, taking a break from running through DuckTales, Mr. Vaughn V for Extreme Venters. Hi, everybody. It's just us this week. Everyone else, I guess, decided to skip town or... Got too enthralled by the Twitch Plays Pokemon stream. I don't really, know, I don't really know. Right now, I think there's like <laughs> seventy four thousand people watching. Yeah, it's a pretty high, ridiculous number. It fluctuates. You know, it's funny. I mentioned this when it was new because we're about to hit day nine or nine days of this crazy madness. I mentioned it coming off the break last week when it was still like fifteen thousand people thinking like, "Oh, look, this is some cute, crazy little thing they're doing." And then it exploded into like an internet revolution overnight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for those unfamiliar, which if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how you could be unfamiliar with this, but <laughs> basically someone um, hacked, a, hacked a ROM of uh, Pokemon Red and took the Twitch chat commands up, down, left, right, B, A, start, and that's what's controlling the game. So that's kind of weird. So for this week's introductory question, uh, I want to kind of do a roundtable of what do you make of this madness? Like, this has been going on, uh, like I said, for nine days now. And we, uh, what happened last? They beat Koga, so we have they five badges. Koga. And I think they're... They are they caught a Venomoth in the Safari Zone. Yes, they and finished Safari Zone. And now they're going back to go beat Sabrina. Right, so which, if you're listening to this now on a Friday night, yeah. that's where they are. But, you know, they right. could be done with the game by well, this time next week. They're currently trying to get through Self Company right now. <sighs> right. Again? Yeah, because they gotta get through yeah. that beat Giovanni a second time and get the Lapras, so yeah, that they'll actually right. have something to surf on. <laughs> that's right. I, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you have to beat Koga first and then Sabrina," but I always beat Sabrina first, always. That's how I did it. Yeah. And then people are like, "Well, no, then it's like whatever, whatever." It's like, no, you can beat Sabrina first. This is a thing. You can do it that way. It won't show up in order whenever you open up your trainer card. But, yeah, you can beat her first. Well, that was part of the big, like, open-worldness of, like, Pokemon that, like, yeah. you got into when the game first came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you can, so. in fact, you can beat Lieutenant Surge after you beat Sabrina if you really wanted to. Yeah, but this is not a, a retelling of the events of Pokemon Red. This is supposed to be, like, just this, is just, this is just random stuff going on in this because, game with a bunch of Twitch people. <laughs> because because they beat Koga before they beat Sabrina. So I was like, oh, well, why didn't they just beat Sabrina while they were in Saffron City? LaVon, have you been watching this whole week? I've been watching it on and off. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it, it is really difficult to watch for more than about 10 or 15 minutes at a time. They They seem to have calm down some with the everybody wanting to press start and bring up the menu and waste time for like 10 or 15 minutes oh no they still no. have the start trolls they, they still, still have those this just a lot of people have learned to just constantly be mashing on the b button mm-hmm. <laughs> to stop the madness of the start trolls and then i guess about uh what was it, like three or four days ago when they were in what part was it? oh the rocket hideout with the uh arrows on the floors oh, they had to implement gosh. a new feature where you could vote for anarchy or democracy, where anarchy is like the traditional gameplay, I guess, where you just run around mm-hmm. in circles. <laughs> and then democracy, you every 10 seconds you vote on what move you want to do. And you can do chains like up to left to, and so just one move at a time. And I'd never seen democracy in, because I missed when that feature got put in. 
But this morning when I was watching it, when they were trying to do the Safari Zone, it was in democracy mode for the first time I saw. And I thought that would be a good idea. Like, this would help them get through it. No, it was way worse. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, really slow. The problem is, yeah, it's really slow. And by the time, since Twitch has that weird, like, 20 to 40 second delay between oh, the chat and the video, yeah. they'd vote on a move. And then they'd have to vote on the next move without seeing the move they did come in. So they're trying to get through a little passage, and they've, like, voted left. So you move left, and you need to vote up. But you didn't see a move left, and by that time, they already voted left again. Yeah. So then he walked past it. So I actually typed anarchy into the chat because I was tired of watching them take forever just to move two squares. Yeah. Democracy is good in some areas, like, say, like, with the Safari Zone. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're going to run out of steps if you do anarchy. Or you can, or what I saw from the first attempt through the Safari Zone last night, that they went to the dig rat and they dug out of the uh. Safari Zone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's another one of my favorite things about watching this, because, like I said, I can't physically bring myself to watch it for more than 10 or 15 minutes, but... Throughout this whole thing, there, there's this weird lore or narrative that's been, like, created to go <laughs> along with the player's journey. Yeah. Like, all the Pokemons have nicknames, and mm -hmm. some have been accidentally released, or they've gotten rid of key items that they needed or were to help, would have helped them. And, it, and, like, there's this whole, like, praising the Helix fossil yeah. because... It was one of the first items they got, and every time I was like, oh, let me go to the menu and the click on the Helix Fossil. <laughs> yeah, so. Now, did you consult the Helix Fossil before organizing this podcast? I did, and it said we were ready to go, <laughs> so. <right. laughs> there is a website that's consult the almighty Helix Fossil. Oh, I haven't seen that. And you, you just type in a question. It's like an eight ball. And it oh, just, that's funny. Yeah, it's really funny. I did see someone's keeping a Google Doc running of, like, play-by-play. -play. This is when we caught whatever Pokemon. This is where we are now. It's really fascinating i mean it on average it seems like now there's about 70 to 75,000 people watching and entering this and i've seen it peak at like 100 or like 120,000 yeah, yeah I think. The, the craziest thing about this is that it's getting more viewers than the average amount of viewers than agdq recently right <laughs> that's kind of insane <laughs> and they even had to twitch had they were Twitch has been broken. Like, Twitch plays Pokemon is broken Twitch, where yeah. all other streamers are having problems with the chat and with the video. <laughs> so they moved the Twitch plays Pokemon chat to their event servers that they usually hold for, like, League of Legends, like, Tournament of Champions or wow. whatever, like, huge events like that. And what it's just... It's just ridiculous. This, yeah, it's gotten really huge. <laughs> I think it's a neat social experiment. Yeah, I mean... It literally is like a million yeah. monkeys on a million typewriters. Yeah. Can they get anything done? And Well, it might not be a million, but it's 100,000 monkeys. Yeah. And it seems to be they're still chucking forward. Yeah. They're, still, they're still going. Do you see them finishing this? Well, now that they're actually past the Safari Zone and they have Surf, like, I can see them definitely finishing the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's at this point, like, okay, I'm still shocked because I never watched them get through Lieutenant Surge's gym. Me but I'm shocked that they even got through that. Like, getting through the Safari, uh, the Safari Zone and, you know, Silco building and Rockets Game Corner and all that. Like, I mean, getting through Lieutenant Surge's gym is probably the most impressive thing to me. Right. So. Because with the trash cans. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> those reset after every time, right? Yeah, yeah they reset every single time if you mess it up. So. <laughs> Like, it takes me forever to do it by myself, like, and I'm not an Well, that's because you don't have 80,000 friends with you doing <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I know, right? They must have gotten lucky with the trash cans Yeah, at some they must point. have. 
it's um going through it exactly right. It's like, oh, how they're going to beat Surge, how they're going to get through those, they did it. Yeah. How they're going to get through the Rocket Game Corner with the arrows. There had to be a rule change, but they did it. And it's like, okay, well, how they're going to get through the Safari Zone? Well, they did it. So, yeah, I don't see much hindrance going forward with this with this game. I mean, as long as they can teach a water Pokemon surf and not release it when they're yeah. trying to... <laughs> or they'll be, I guess, stranded on an island. That would be pretty bad. Well, if they, they accidentally release... If they accidentally release bird jesus <laughs> that might be gg yeah that might be yeah they're over leveled pidget, pidget that they yeah. call bird jesus wow anyway so that's uh what is it twitch.tv slash twitch plays pokemon mm -hmm. if you yep. haven't like i said discovered this yet you should check that out because it's ridiculous it's the most hilarious thing i've seen on twitch <laughs> in like forever yeah I, I, whoever started this i don't know if he's making any money off it because there's advertising <laughs> galore i don't know if he's monetizing it well, he's got a sus, uh, subscriber button, so uh, I'm assuming yes, he is making money off of this. That's that's crazy. It's just yeah. it's, it's just genius. An, this is another one of those things where it's so simple. Why hasn't someone done it before? Because there are so many like clones now. Oh like, yeah. My favorite one that actually is funny is I mentioned it last week, but people there's another channel pulling the chat commands from Twitch Plays Pokemon, but it's playing Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty funny. And there are other ones where it's like they're trying to, well, we're going to play Crystal because fuck you guys. We're going to see if we can yeah. finish first. But, like, no one's doing that one. Everyone's yeah, no, in the if, original one. If you're going to do something like that, like, wait until it's over at least. But even then the hype seems like it would probably be gone. So mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, that's not. I think uh, I think with this, seeing as how it's so popular, it should probably end up being like a yearly like thing and yeah. like make it like a, some kind of like charity or like some kind of fundraising event. That would be really cool. <laughs> that'd be yeah, that'd be a really good idea. She get on this phone, <laughs> start <see>. organizing that. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Pokemon, I've been playing some more Pokemon this week, and I finally beat the Elite Four. Yay! Beat, you know, four months after everyone else, but. Hey, better late than never. That's right. I don't. I know I made this complaint. I don't want to turn this into another, you know, Pokemon episode. Pokemon episode. But I still say the experience share totally breaks that game. It does because I tried not using it out of principle and stubbornness. But at that point in the game, the levels jumped, and it would take forever to get trained up. But because I usually don't mind grinding in a Pokemon game. But with the experience share, I only used like two Pokemon the entire game because I didn't need to use anybody else. And I'd never, I didn't sit there and train. All I would do is when I'd get to an area is I'd run around the grass trying to catch everything in that area. And by that time, I finished my game, my Gardevoir was level like 81. Dang. And the Elite Four is like level like 63. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this challenge. is really, this is really easy. But is there a lot of post-game stuff, Vaughn? I know you're really really deep into that game <laughs> well, the, it depends on what you want to do afterwards if you want to like do some more battles and stuff you could do like stuff in the uh battle mason and uh is that like the battle subway and the battle tower i never did yeah, any it's, of those. it's exactly like that although they have uh modes where you could do triple battles and uh rotation battles as well so oh, okay i know there are a couple caves that were like, you can't come in here until you beat the Elite Four. Yeah, those are special Pokemon that you can catch. I won't say who. Is it, Mewtwo? Already is it know Mewtwo again? Because he has two different forms that, that's been spoiled. Well, yeah, there, one of them is from Mewtwo. But there's another one. This game is literally first gen. Yeah, Over again. Is. Like, it's just really weird. Beat the Elite Four, go in this cave, wonders here. Oh, it's Mewtwo again. 
Anyway, <laughs> but Vaughn, you're also very, 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 very far into Pokemon. Are you? You're on Y, right? Yes, I'm almost completely 100 percent percent at that game. So you have all. Was it 700? And 18. All 718 released <laughs> Pokemon so far, which, like, uh, there's going to be more because they announced the 719th, uh, Deontay, not too long ago. So. Is it just $1.99 in the eShop? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what it's going to be. Apparently, it's going to be released for the new movie that's going to come, come out in Japan at some point soon. Makes sense. Now that that's interesting because now that poke like Nintendo kind of knows how the internet works, they could easily patch and I'm having finger quotes in the air, new Pokemon into the game, right? I mean they you patched can, uh the what is it, Lumio City. Yeah, they could totally patch like new Pokemon. That's what I'm saying, they can like yeah, put, they, could, they can saying, easily yeah. input new Pokemon via the internet. Yeah, they can instead of have to wait till a new game or new generation to make new Pokemon, right? I mean, they've been doing that with events, technically, if you want Right, I yeah. guess you're right, you're right. Technically, they've been doing that since 4th gen, because that's when you could do the events or whatever. Um, But, I mean, before that, didn't they have? Didn't you have to, like, go to, like, a specific place, and then, like, they have, like, a GBA cartridge that's, like, this has the Pokemon on it, and you, like, plug in your little GBA and download it, or... Yeah, I think that was cable. for third gen or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I wasn't around for third gen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just know that before that, obviously, they couldn't do that, but they still had Pokemon events. Mm -hmm. I mean, even still now, you could go to your local GameStop and yeah. or just stand by the door and don't actually go inside and get the, <laughs> get the wireless signal and get the yeah. new Pokemon. Well, now they're doing a lot more events through uh, Nintendo Wi-Fi, so you don't even really have to do that anymore. Like I said, because now they understand, starting to figure out that the internet is a thing. Yeah. Poor Nintendo, so living <laughs> in 1995. Hey. Hey. Okay. That Dream Radar... Not Dream Radar. The... The dream world that was on Pokemon.com that you could like I never put did your that. oh my god it was so much fun that was a lot of fun actually you could put in one of your black and white Pokemon and like be in the dream world and have your little house and play a lot of mini games and it was awesome now they just put the mini games in the game right yep that's yep. why with Pokemon and me that's how it works Savon how many hours have you put into this thing if you have all 718 Pokemon over 620 it's <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> That I is a lot of time. To, I wanted to make sure I got everything I wanted to out of this game, and I'm still playing it because I you... still want to do online battles and stuff, and I still need have one more trophy to get into the battle, Mason. Waiting on a certain poke buddy of mine, <laughs> Nay. <laughs> one who's not here right now. <laughs> Could you, like, have a living dex? Is there enough room in the boxes for you to have a living dex? There is enough, but uh, the way I use my boxes is for uh, for competitive stuff oh, and okay. for all of my dittos to actually breed like natures and stuff like that and for IV stuff. So okay. I wouldn't have enough room for uh, all of them, okay. Gotcha. Okay, that there, living deck. If if you're not if you're not too big into the competitive scene like I am, like you could totally just play it casually and get a living dex but that okay. would take a really long time for those of you who are unaware a living dex is where you literally have all 718 pokemon not just 718 you know, pokedex entries. because your charmeleon might evolve into a charizard right. that gives you credit for both but you only have one charizard. exactly this is where you have a charmander a charmeleon and a charizard a Squirtle, a you know Wartortle, and a blastoise like you have <laughs> everything so that's some intense stuff right there. There's a lot of breeding. Yeah. So. Is this yep. the most time you've put in a Pokemon game, Vaughn? Uh, I don't think so. I want to say I've put a lot more time into uh, 
my heart gold cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's getting there. It's like really close. I'm only like I think about a hundred hours away at this point. Oh, that's nothing wow. for you, right? Has the game even been out six months yet? It came out what, October? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, October. so it's been out about four months. <laughs> October, November, December, January, February. Yeah. yeah. Four, four about four and a half months. Four and a half. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. If you don't like Pokemon, you can start listening again. Uh, Vaughn, what else have you been playing this week? Uh, well, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze came out today. It did. And I it bought did. it. Okay. I've only played through, through uh, the first world, but I'm having a blast with it. Are okay. you playing with the gamepad, or are you playing with the waggle stick? I'm playing with the waggle stick. <laughs> oh, so you really hate yourself. <laughs> well, only because I'm so used to, I was so used to uh, playing through the first... Uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns with, with the Wii Remote, and it's it's kind of easier because on the gamepad you have to play with the left stick, and I don't want to really do that because I want to use the D-pad. Right. So I was like, you I can't tried use it. the D-pad on the gamepad. Well, there might be an option for you to do it, but the the way I picked it was with the left stick. I was like, man, this controller's too big. I don't like this. So. <laughs> okay. Um, how would you say it compares? I know the first game Rachel and I try and play through together, and that was a hard game. <laughs> How is this one similar on the difficulty, at least in the the bit you played? Yeah, it's still pretty much like uh, it's not too easy, but it's not too hard either. Like okay. they still have minecart sections. Of oh, course, God. it's I a Donkey Kong Country though. game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How does it look? It um, looks it looks fantastic. Okay. How? Do, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna ask because um. Does it pay like any sort of homage to Donkey Kong Country 2? Uh, well, you do have Dixie Kong at least. Oh yeah, there's that. But you don't get uh, to play as her in two, do you? You or? do. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Diddy and Dixie. In two, yeah. In and two, in three, and it's Dixie three, and Baby. It's, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, yeah. But yeah, in, you get to play as uh, you you get the choice between picking up uh barrels that hide Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, or Cranky Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Cranky Kong's playable, and from what I've seen in the videos, he plays like Scrooge McDuck. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you should be right at home then with your uh, Ducktail speedruns. Naturally, he's my favorite to play with right now. But <laughs> I really do like Dixie and Diddy as well. They're both really good, and every one of them has like a different like team up super like attack that like attacks all the enemies on the screen okay. and depending on which kong you're using all those enemies turn into a certain item okay. like diddy gives you uh lives like red balloons for every enemy mm-hmm. he hits uh dixie gives you yellow hearts which count as like extra hits okay that you yeah. can like collect and uh cranky kong gives you money okay so he is exactly like scrooge <laughs> he McDuck. is scrooge mcduck <laughs> that's too funny um do you only do you just play as Donkey Kong and another person, or can you team like Diddy and Dixie up? Uh, I think right now it's only uh, Donkey Kong, at least so far from what I have played. Only Donkey Kong can team up with the other ones. Okay. Now, um, so like any of the, like the levels, those aren't like because I know that Donkey Kong Country Returns had a lot of like levels. You know, it was like Donkey Kong Country, and so this one doesn't like have like that pirate ship level. Sounds my favorite. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Or do you like the same music at all? or? Uh, all the music is, from what I've seen so far, is pretty much redone. Okay. Uh, as far as levels go, I haven't gotten that far into okay, it. Okay, yeah. But there is a pirate ship. Pirate ship <laughs> Well, not a pirate ship. Favorite. There's a Viking ship. Okay. That pirate ship level is my favorite. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think there is a level dedicated to it just yet. I mean, I, I can imagine that this one 
obviously it's it's obviously not Donkey Kong Country 2. Like I know that. Um and I I would like to see it as its own entity, but it'd be cool if it like, I don't know. That's my favorite Donkey Kong Country game. It has the mm-hmm. best music. Does I know what did we play in the first game, Rich? Like the first world or two? We played we played up until like the uh the crab boss. Whichever boss that is. The crabs. In uh Donkey Kong Country Returns. Returns. Uh that's World Two. Okay. okay. So yeah, we played up until there. One of my favorite parts about the first game was the levels where it was like the silhouette of Donkey and Diddy Kong. It was just mm-hmm. like his red tie and his red cap. Do those make a return? Yes. Okay, good. I have already encountered one of those levels and it looks Phenomenal with Dixie and Cranky Kong because like you can see Cranky Kong's beard <laughs> and you can see uh, Dixie's like uh, hat and a ponytail. That's cute. That's cute. Okay, so obviously you're gonna keep sticking with this one, right? Yes. Any anything else you want to mention about this game? Uh, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really really fun. Okay, cool. Rachel. Yes. Have you been playing anything good this week? Back on Pokemon Hype Train! Uh, yeah. No, I've been, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems like we've all been... Well, Vaughn is not stopping playing Pokemon, uh, yeah, no, it seems. But did, did, is it the Twitch stream that, like, I want to play Pokemon well, again? And not, like, run around in circles. It was that, and, like, my SP was charged and my 3DS wasn't. So, I mean, I just picked it up and, yeah. Was it weird, walk, like, playing through Pokemon and going in a straight line without stopping all the no, time with the claws? Did it feel weird for you, like, being able to play it correctly? No, it doesn't, because I play Pokemon correctly. And, I don't know, I've been I've been watching the Twitch stream, but, like, is it, like, watching that stream is, like, is, is that how, like, people feel when they're, like, genuinely upset about, like, football or something? Like, <laughs> is that is that how people feel inside? You're just, like, angry? Did you watch the first time they lost to Giovanni? And no, you were I did like, not. No, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know. It's like, is, is this how, like, real, people in, like, the real world feel when things happen? Like, because I'm just like, oh, my God. This um, is the nerd analog for sports. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, no, playing Pokemon Yellow is not weird. I'm I'm just trying to level up. I'm right before the rock tunnel, and I'm just trying to level up my Squirtle because I need to get through the rock tunnel, and Squirtle's a water type, and that's... It that's all I'm doing. I'm not doing really anything exciting. So uh, I've been playing threes. Oh my yeah, God. I'm addicted to that game. Vaughn, do you know what threes is? I have no idea. <laughs> I started playing to enlighten me. I started playing it last week, and uh, then Rachel uh, created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel downloaded it on her phone. It's a uh, it's a sliding tile number game. It's a four by four like grid, and each tile has a number. And you add one and two together, and it makes a three. And then if you slide a three into another three, it makes a six. And then you slide a six into a six, it makes a twelve, and so on and so forth. And you have to match like numbers to get the highest number on the board, which boosts your score up. Gotcha. But there's some strategy because you don't move one tile at a time. You move the whole the whole board slides around, unless there's nowhere else to go. So you only have to play it like once or twice, and then you're pretty much hooked. Yep. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been playing it. Pretty much nonstop. So, what's your high score? My high score is like thirty six hundred. You have thirty. You got thirty eight hundred on my iPad. Okay, well then, like thirty eight something. Yeah, mine's only like forty three, I think. Yeah, something like that. I keep hearing other people, I guess, like in the this the industry sphere, like they're getting like 
seven thousands and oh, ten thousands well. oh, jeez. We're yeah. obviously not that good. We need to step up our game. Right. I keep trying because I was out of town this week and I'll in the hotel I was like, I'm gonna play more Pokemon or I should probably start Bravely Default because I still haven't done that yet, not the real game. But I just sat and played threes for like two and a half hours. <laughs> and I'm like, alright, this is gonna be the last one and then I like get a really low score. I'm like, nope, can't end on that one. Gotta gotta keep it going. And then I get a high score and then it's like, oh I can I can get a little more and it just keeps on going. Gets you hooked. But uh, besides from also playing, well, before we move on, are you, is that it for you, Rachel? Yeah, that's really all I've been playing. I've just been really busy with work. Right. So. so besides me playing threes, I did finally turn on my Xbox One and do more than yell things at the Kinect. I actually got to play some games on it. The first one being the big news, I guess, of last weekend was the Titanfall beta, which ran for three or four days and that game is awesome like the emphasis on awesome (laughs) (laughs) like it is so much fun i haven't played i guess a first person multiplayer shooter since modern warfare 2 in 2009 because i really like call of duty 4 because that's like was like the apex of that series and i just got tired of playing online multiplayer games because I don't have as much time now to sit there and get good at it or get all the unlocks, and I get tired of hearing 14-year-old kids scream in my ear and (laughs) get sniped from some random building. But playing through Titanfall, like, I I wasn't the best. Like, it took me a while to get going, and I didn't get a chance to play it that much, but it was just really fun. It's so fast-paced. You're pretty much constantly sprinting or wall-running or jumping. And even if you die, the the spawn points kind of move around, so you can always get back into the action. And then when your Titan comes, it's just like, I'm in a giant robot killing things. Like, it's super great. They The balance is pretty good. Like, you still, you feel powerful when you're in a Titan, but you don't feel helpless if you're not in one. Because you have, like, a rocket launcher or a giant Titan weapon, and... It's cool. They they didn't really talk much about how the campaign is supposed to interweave with the multiplayer yet, because that was a thing. This was mainly just like a, a a stress test for the servers, but it was definitely a blast. I'm really looking forward to that game when it comes out next month. So, giant robots beating each other up. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get to play. There was Mun Mode I heard about that I didn't get a chance to play. It's called Last Titan Standing, where everyone just spawns in a Titan, <laughs> and it's just like... Rock'em Sock'em Robots, because everybody's so close, you're just kind of punching each other, and then, like, (laughs) the last guy left in his Titan wins. That sounds awesome. (laughs) That sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the the, the two... I mainly just played Attrition, which is basically Team Deathmatch, and then there was a, a, like, a... What was it called? Like, Hardpoint, where there's, like, three stations, and you have to hold the area, like, A, B, and C. But, yeah, if you have an Xbox One... Or I guess a PC, which I heard oh, it on yeah, PC, PC it ran if it, it ran great. Um, keep an eye on this one. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of hype surrounding it, and it deserves it. Uh, Respawn's done a lot in the four years since those guys left Infinity Ward and formed Respawn Entertainment, and I'm I'm really excited for this game. Xbox 360 version is delayed two weeks though, so that's coming out on the 25th. But not a lot's been said about that version, so I don't know if it's gonna run as well or look the same because they're using the power of the cloud for the Xbox One to run a lot of the uh, AI drones because along with pilots, you know, 6v6 running around, there are like uh, 
creeps. Is that what they're called in the MOBA scene? Creeps? Like AI dudes that are just kind of cannon fodder. They run around and you shoot them. Not sure. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, so that's supposed to be running in the cloud, so we'll see how this compares on the Xbox One or Xbox 360. And then, I don't know if I should talk about it, maybe, but uh, right, I got Peggle 2, finally, because <laughs> I have an Xbox One, so I've been playing that. You're just all about those EA games this week. I know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like the best company ever. No, but Peggle 2 is super fun. Um, it's like Peggle, but on crack, because there's more colors and more noises and more sounds and more lights. And Rachel's sitting here like, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> it is known. <laughs> it is known. It is known. But it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm finally glad I'm able to, A, see what you've been working on for the past however long. Yeah. And, B, play the follow-up to one of my favorite games. Because I love, I love the original Peggle. Like, whether you were working on this game or not. Well, like, yeah, I was no, really excited I for Peggle 2. No, I... It, it's, it's really, really strange going from playing and testing a game for... Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and then coming home and watching you play it. Not because like you're bad, and not because <laughs> not because <laughs> I just thanks. <laughs> it's because like I'm watching you play, and I'm like, because I I know exactly like what shots to make where, like how to start off and like how to finish strong. And I know in Peggle, that's you you, you know you kind of can't really do that all the time because mm. Peggle's just. It is 95% I'm luck. I'm not that bad of a Peggle player. No, like. I know you're not. It's <laughs> Peggle is like 95% luck. Like, mm-hmm. be super real. Like, after that first bounce of the ball, you don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> but, like, I'll sit there and I'll be watching you and I'm just like, why didn't you make that shot? That shot would have been perfect. Like, I'm just, it's super weird watching you play it. Like, it's <laughs> surreal for me. <laughs> but it, it's a lot of fun. The new Masters are kind of cool. It's um, It's different trying to adjust to their powers, considering I've been playing the first Peggle on like 18 different devices over and over again. But it's not too bad. I like it. Yep. Well, we'll take a break. On the other side, we got a good bit of news this week. It was very eventful. And a lot of new releases. So stick around. GameWare Express. We'll be right back. like they're still running around in Sylphco. <laughs> they cannot <laughs> keep this going. So if you're ever curious when and during when we record this, they're still in Sylphco. That could be 12 hours from now. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully they'll get out of Sylphco soon. Um, Steven's not here to do news, so I guess I get to do the news. And I'm going to try to get my segues as good as his. I believe in you. <laughs> so this week in news, um, PlayStation 4 was released in Japan today. Technically at a release date of February 22nd, but because of time zones, that was actually earlier today. Uh, Sony tweeted out a picture of, I guess, the first guy in line to get one. He was like f- in full camo, like <laughs> modern warfare gear, like Dang. holding up his <laughs> PS4. It was kind of weird. 
but well, okay. he was ready. <laughs> Congratulations to Japan for entering the next generation of consoles. Congratulations. Do you know? Do y'all know if you can be friends? Like, can American PlayStation Fours be friends with Japanese PlayStation Fours? I have no idea. I'm not sure. I mean, Japanese 3DSs can be friends with American 3DSs. I don't see why you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, but it makes sense for me. Okay. Well, any of our Japanese listeners want to be friends on PlayStation Four? I'm Bayou Bengal zero three two. Add me. We can play knack together. <laughs> I haven't seen you play knack yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see anybody play knack ever. <laughs> well, I watched Steven play it that one time. He seemed to enjoy himself. Steven likes it. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> All I said was Steven. <laughs> I did not. For the um, record. This has been recorded. <laughs> Sony also says uh, everyone should expect uh, PS4 shortages to continue throughout April. I guess so. Uh, ap- ap- what? April. Okay. Like the month of April. Okay. Two more months. I was yeah. messing with you. Oh. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's interesting that I always see you can never find PS4s on the shelves, but there are tons of Xbox Ones on the shelves. And last month in January, PS4 outsold Xbox Two to One. Jeez. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Un- hopefully, Sony can get PS4s back on the shelf in April because Octodad, Dadliest Catch, should be launching on PlayStation 4 in April. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. <laughs> it's out right now on Steam. Rachel and I have played it some, a little bit, but the game is so great. It is great. So, so uh. great. Uh, another indie darling that is making its debut on PlayStation 4. Uh, Towerfall, or as it's going to be called on console, Towerfall Ascension, it will be coming out on March 11th on your PlayStation 4 entertainment system. That's so is that a tower defense game mixed with Titanfall mixed with God of War Ascension? Uh, no, but it is an Ouya exclusive. Oh, good. At least until March 11th. Okay. It's like a 2D sprite fighting game, like Smash Brothers sort of, from okay. what I've seen. I've actually heard it's pretty fun, and it was like the main reason to own an Ouya, but now it will come to PlayStation 4 and PC, so you don't need to do that. Okay. That's a nice little change. Yeah, that's good. However, it is coming on the same day as Titanfall and Dark Souls 2, so I don't know what their game is there. Oh, boy. I meant to download Titanfall, and I got Towerfall. Damn it. I wonder if it'll be free on PlayStation Plus for that month. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Let's see. One of my favorite games of last year. I know, Vaughn, you're a pretty good fan of it. Dive Kick. Oh, Had a yeah. big balance patch come out last week. They're calling it Dive Kick AE. And Makes a- sense. A- <laughs> well, and AE stands for Addition Edition. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. there's, a, there's a big list of what's been... Uh, what was it? Nerfed and buffed. Nerfed, buffed, and some new additions as well. Yeah, like certain characters like the Baz are completely different now. Yeah, S-Kill, S-Kill no longer teleports. I guess they kind of made it where it's not as zany to play now that it kind of gains some, I'm not going to say mainstream success, but more than just the few people who like to go to Evo right. in the fighting game community. So there's been a lot of balances. Some characters lost abilities and gained abilities. And I think they're going to add a one or two characters. I think, right? yeah. Well, like I guess, like uh, 
if you count the Baz being removed and being replaced with new Baz. Wait, is his name literally new Baz? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's why I love this game. Can you still do that thing that you like to do, Vaughn? No, because no, okay. his invincibility is gone, thank uh, Christ. Yeah, and uh, they changed his regular kick to where it's uh, the mighty swing instead of the electricity, so you can't really like, oh. game meter that that quickly anymore. So they 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 flip flopped it. Okay, so they made him more of a normal character than the weird. Right. His special move is now the lightning. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, you're right. They did switch it. Okay. Um. Shigeru Miyamoto came out and said the year of Luigi will officially end on March 18th. Thank God. <laughs> Didn't even make it to the fiscal year, nope. end, which is March 31st. We're cutting that off two weeks earlier. <sighs> Poor yeah. Luigi. Nintendo shows its like worst year in a while. <laughs> it's the year of Luigi. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I like Luigi, but I mean, it was just too much. I'm sorry. It was just I mean, way Luigi, too much. like, they're really pimping him out, and I, I, I get it. it's the year of Luigi, but every, I, come, come on, come on, guys. What is what is fiscal year 2015 going to be? Is that going to be the year of Rosalina? Because she seems to be in everything. She is in everything. I, I actually wouldn't mind that. <laughs> But you know the year of Luigi is sad when the only thing that I've really done for the year of Luigi, other than like play muscle my way through Luigi's Mansion Dark Mode, was the game was re- terrible. Is to reestablish him as one of my usable characters in Smash Melee. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care for anything else that came out for Luigi this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Luigi, you didn't look impressive, and like Dark Moon wasn't good no it was not i I had such high hopes for that game we all did i i I know that everyone did and it just we're like the only people who seem to not like it a lot of people on the internet like that game for some strange reason maybe they didn't play luigi's mansion immediately before going and getting that game maybe so because we did that Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did that on. I didn't play it, but okay. I, the memories of playing Luigi's Mansion when it debuted on the GameCube, those memories stuck with me all the way through. And you know what's like, it's it, it's one of those like, I don't know, kind of like Catch Twenty Two kind of situations where it's just like you remember this great standalone game, and you're like, oh, this game is so good. I hope they make a sequel to it, and the sequel sucks. It's just and those I things just... I always hate when the sequel's done by a different development team. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense in this case because it took them 12 years to make a sequel. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that's not funny. It's kind of like how I also feel about Link Between Worlds playing Link to the Past, but I'm in the minority in that, so... <laughs> did you not like A Link Between Worlds? I liked it, but it definitely did not appeal to me as much as A Link to the Past did. Well, yeah, I'm, Link Between Worlds is really easy. Yeah, it's it's the easiest Zelda game I've ever played. Yeah, it's really, really easy. That's what I keep hearing. I guess it's Nintendo's thing is because this was the easiest Pokemon game I've played. Like, like I said, I breezed through it. and Maybe you'll have to let us know if Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is the easiest Donkey Kong Country game you've played. <laughs> or if they, uh... I'll, I'll let you know whenever I beat it. I'll probably oh, beat they, it tonight. <laughs> did they put stamps in that game? Uh, what do you mean by stamps? You know, like stamps, like in Mario 3D World stamps? Oh, no, but they do have puzzle pieces from, from like, the first one. Yeah, okay. they're still around. I didn't know if Nintendo was going to make stamps like their yeah. new things. They had stamps in NES Remix as well. Mm-hmm. And aren't they also doing something like that in Yoshi's New Island? Or am I mistaken? I think they're doing something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Some sort of 
other collectible other than what you're already getting before. Right. Oh, real quick, back to Tropical Freeze. Is there Miiverse connectivity in that thing? Uh, if there is, I haven't encountered it yet. It doesn't yeah. look like it. Okay. I mean, well, didn't, that didn't show up until World 2 or 3 of Mario 3D World, but you know what I'm talking about. How you, Did you play Mario 3D World? Yeah, you know played how, it all the way through. Okay. They have, at the end of each level, you can see people's drawings or messages or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if they put that in Donkey Kong. Uh... I'll play a few more worlds. I'll probably end up beating it tonight, and I'll let you know as soon as I find out. <laughs> okay. Now, also, I was going to ask, um, is that coming out on the Wii also? Okay, it's just Wii U? Just okay. Wii U. I wasn't sure if it was doing that weird coming out on last gen and this gen thing. No, and then Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't, doesn't really, really do that. that. Like, when they turn their console off, they yeah. turn it off. No, I know. I was just not. Because, like, for something like that where, you know, you can use, like, the waggle sticks... Mm-hmm. The last, sure. the last system that they like continued to release games out for while the next generation console was, was the going N- on was the SNES N- or NES too. Yeah, the NES did that as well, but uh, the last one that did that for was SNES. SNES. When well, moving on to the sixty-four. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it wasn't the same game. It wasn't the same game. No, but they're still the supporting that one, right? Right. Well, because like, what was it? Twilight Princess came out on the GameCube and the Wii. Mm-hmm. Were there any other games that did that? Ah. Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. No. I mean, with the, with the NES and the SNES, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, like, games like Tetris, Tetris 2, you know, mm-hmm. Dr. Mario, right. et cetera. You know, they think they just re-release on SNES. Just, hey, you have this new 16-bit console. Here's buy this game again. <laughs> so. Speaking of buying games again, Activision has come out and said they are working on a new Tony Hawk game. Oh, okay. Because they haven't had enough of those. I hope that I can use my ride skateboard <laughs> in this new Tony Hawk game. Peripherals is the future. It's going to be called The Tony Hawk's Pro Skater because it's going to be the gritty reboot. Like uh, I don't understand where they're going with this. They came out with Tony Hawk HD a year or two ago for Summer of Arcade, and it kind of flopped. Because hmm. they changed all the music. How are you going to re-release Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and not have all the same music as you know back in the, the 90s? Right. Yeah, the music just kind of just makes that game. <laughs> and before all that, it was like the shitty Tony Hawk ride, but you stand on your skateboard. Yeah. and So I don't know if they're going to try to do another digital title or if they're going to try to like bring it back which is there a market for skateboarding games anymore they should just do like nintendo's doing with the virtual console and then just give me tony hawk's pro skater Mm -hmm. just on a new console same game just i can buy it on a new console yay or just remake the old games and put them in hd well, they already did that. Well, they that. did that, but they changed all and the they music. Changed, but keep all the music. Well, they, yeah. they probably wanted to keep all the music. I'm sure some light licensing, licensing nonsense. And... Yeah, true. But, yeah, I mean, I love Tony Hawk back then, but I don't know if I really want that again. So, yeah. what is it, like three more years so they bring back Guitar Hero? Well, like, I mean, American Wasteland was terrible. terrible so yeah, I... Everything after Tony Hawk's Underground 1 was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think my favorite was still 4. I liked 4 a lot. Two's the best one. Um, so yeah, I don't know when Guitar Hero is coming back, but the creators of Guitar Hero, Harmonix, mm-hmm. announced a new game they're working on called Chroma. It is a music rhythm first-person shooter game. <laughs> oh, sounds great! I could dig that. <laughs> when I first heard that, have y'all both played Game Dev Story? I haven't it. played it, but I have heard of it. Well, you know, in Game Dev Story, when you make your game, you have like two genres, and you just kind of like pick one, like you know, military shooter or driving simulator. 
this sounds like one of those cockamamie ones where it's like music shooter like it just sounds really weird but they're working with um the team who made counter-strike global offensive okay so at least they have some you know knows how to make a first person shooter and harmonics has a definitely a proven track record when it comes to to rhythm games so they you can sign up for their uh closed alpha there's a website i think it's playchroma.com uh, i know steven and i both signed up for that so hopefully we'll have some more news Maybe I'll sign up for it too. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's only on PC, so you gotta have a PC to hopefully run it. But there hasn't been a whole lot released for it. There's been a trailer, so I don't know if like the stages like change with the music, or you have to shoot your gun like in rhythm to the music, or how that's gonna work. But it's definitely interesting. That sounds awesome. So I love rhythm games, and I'm bad at first-person shooters. So maybe this will actually teach me to be good at. Them. You'll like neutral out in the middle. Like you'll be kind of decent. <laughs> I'll be, at this I'll be one. decent at this game. <laughs> it's uh, free to play, so that's dangerous for someone who's like a harmonics fanboy like myself, and will just throw money at them. But no, it uh, it'll be interesting. In a world of military shooters, someone trying to make something different is definitely definitely a good thing. And then some, uh, we'll close out with some not-so-happy news. Hmm. Uh, Bioshock developer Irrational Games has been shut down. No. Yeah. Um, you know, they made Bioshock Infinite last, and it didn't perform the way they wanted to. I guess it didn't have another sales that they wanted. And, yeah, that studio has been dissolved. Uh, Ken Levine, you know, the lead designer of that team, said... He's going to take 15 guys and work on smaller projects. It he, it's not like he was going to do something like what Respawn did when they got when they left Infinity Ward or you know got kicked out of Infinity Ward and do his own his own team. But I guess over at Take Two they told him like no we we'll we'll back what you're doing with this little small development. So he's staying on with Take Two, and um, like I said with 10 or 15 guys and work on smaller projects. So. While I'm excited to see what Ken Levine will come out with next, it, it's never fun to talk about studio closures. And no, it it, it, it was encouraging seeing on Twitter like people like Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica and all these teams were like, "Hey, did you just get laid off from Irrational? We're hiring." Yeah, you know, so it's good to see that the industry has each other's back like that. Even though these are you know competi- competing companies in some yeah. instances, it's never good to see anybody go unemployed. Right. So. Best of luck to everyone laid off from Irrational. Hopefully you'll land back on your feet. And uh, good luck to Ken Levine and his team on what they're going to do next. Yeah. Um, and that's it for news. Sweet. <laughs> new releases. Does anybody else want to read new releases? I kind of scribbled them down, but I feel like I'm just talking a whole lot. I can read them. <laughs> okay, here you go. I'll let okay, you read your releases. Yeah, we're going to read these. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, read them. All right, so today, uh, Donkey Kong Company. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah. We just talked about that. So that's exciting. Rambo the video game? Yeah, I saw what? that. On PC? <laughs> I don't know what that's all about, but I saw it was coming out and I figured okay. it had to be mentioned. Um. <laughs> and do you, now, are, are you Sylvester Stallone? How come we don't know about this? What is this? Wasn't there this comes Ram- out today? Wasn't there a Rambo the video game on NES? Probably. Oh, this, I mean, it's coming for PC, so it might be just like some weird. Like HD it, retelling of that game or something. If, it, if it's Stallone, then I want to I want to play it. I want to <laughs> I want to see this digital yep. Stallone. That would be great. 
You should totally like stream it if that's a thing. Yeah. I'd a game be. based on the Rambo series of movies. Okay. That's all well, I see. Sounds enthralling. Okay. Um on this upcoming Tuesday, we have uh Castlevania Lords of Shadow two. Uh Castlevania fans would really love that one. I, I heard a lot of a lot of people really like the first one and I haven't played a Castlevania game since Super Castlevania 4. I think this one's like a character action game that plays like God of War. Oh. <laughs> the only Castlevania I, good, I played was the first one. That game's I, hard. The game is hard. And I really liked... When did Castlevania games just change? Was it on the 64? Uh, I want to say... uh, Yeah, whenever Castlevania 64 came out. Yeah, because Super Castlevania 4 is fantastic. But I just can't... See myself. That's like not what a Castlevania game is to me. It's like this character action, you know. Right. I just, it's not. It was either Castlevania '64 or Symphony of the Night. Yeah, e- one of those one two. Of those, I think. But um, uh, we've got Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm the, actually really excited for that. I'm glad I got my Xbox One now. Yeah, I know. I want to check that out. It I want to play it. When that was announced at E3, I guess I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. It's just so random. But it runs on Frostbite 3, so split-screen exclusive to the Xbox One version. Yep. Okay. That's weird. Glad you got an Xbox One. Um, Right? Right. What is this? Reef? What? Reef? R-I-E-F? Thief. Thief! Oh! <laughs> oh okay. Thief's coming out this, yeah. this upcoming week on Tuesday. Uh, PS3... 360, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. So. A lot of hype surrounding that game, too. I've never gotten to the Thief series, and this is just another reboot of it, so. I've never, I've n- honestly, I didn't even know, I've never seen this series before, so. It'd be interesting to watch. If you ever wanted to play it, then I would watch you play it. It looks, the screenshots from what I've seen look a lot like Dishonored. Okay. Like they're going that kind of game. Not like that kind of game, but yeah, that kind yeah, of Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Aesthetic. Um, Tales of Symphonia Chronicles on the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is that just, uh, like, the GameCube version? It's, uh, the Redone? first one on GameCube and, uh, the one that came out on the Wii, the okay. sequel. Cool. And that's the two of them both on the PS3 on one disc? Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the same ones. Okay. Uh, I think they're digitally enhanced in a, in a sort of way, but also, uh, they ha- they have, like, a bunch of, like, extra content that's coming with them as well. Okay, so it's like 1.5 HD remix. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. That, that's neat. Okay. Uh, and also coming out on Tuesday is Pac-Man Museum, which is that just like another Namco Museum game? Yeah, it's just a digital okay. collection of Pac-Man games. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, and next Thursday, Steven probably won't be here again because he'll be playing Resident Evil 4 HD oh, on the boy. PC. <laughs> So, <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's all for new releases. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. You did great at that. Okay. I'm glad you were able to read my chicken scratch. Well, stuff I wasn't because I before. didn't know what Thief was. Reef? Reef? The great reef. <laughs> uh, emails. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Nicholas from Zachary writes in again. Hey everyone, keep up the great work with the podcast. I have a pick and choose uh, your question for you. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. You could do one or the other. Or both. Or both, why not? 
Let's see. Number one, if you could only pick three Pokemon companions for the rest of your life, oh gosh, who would you choose and why? Why do you do this? Would you rather pick? Go with question two. Instead of question What's one? question two? Um, what is your opinion on speedrunners? Oh, we have V on the oh, show. Well. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people call their work cheating, most notably on the glitch drawings. Are y'all fans, or do y'all disagree on what they do? So do you want to go we with one or both. two? Okay. If that's... Well, I, I'd like to answer both. Okay, so if you could only pick three Pokemon companions for the rest of your life. It's a tough question. I think I'll start with it, though. Uh, well... My favorite Pokemon at this point, out of all 718, has to be Meloetta, because I love music. <laughs> and after seeing her in the anime, it's just she's just a really cute Pokemon. <laughs> Can't see myself like living without her. I'm working on making one competitively, too. So. Okay. Uh, Furret, because he keeps you warm. And he can <laughs> surf. Yeah, he can surf as well. Like, he can learn a lot of HMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just... Cute. He was he was one of my favorites for a really long time until Meloetta came. So, uh, and for the third one, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I guess maybe Garchomp. Yeah, just because Garchomp's awesome. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Garchomp. <laughs> I feel you like you're, just, you're just a fourth gen hater. I am a fourth gen <laughs> hater. Don't like it. But he's a land shark. <laughs> right. This is hard for me because I've in my head I'm like, do I choose my three favorite? Are right. we talking about three favorite or three like in terms of actually progressing in a, like a Pokemon journey, like battle wise? You just said three to pick for the rest of your life. So okay. Well, then I guess I'll go with like my favorites, which mm-hmm. are obviously if you've listened to the show before, my favorite Pokemon is Raichu, so I have to pick him. And like in a, like a 1A and 1B situation, my second favorite is Charizard. Like I guess the rest of the internet. Mm-hmm. And for my third one, God, you're right, that is tough coming up with the third one. I'd probably have to say Lucario. Oh, uh, yes. I can't believe we didn't say Lucario. Fourth gen. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, I mean, Fighting Steel is a really good like type t- together matchup. And Man. he's got a lot of good moves and he's fast and... I don't know, doesn't, I think the internet really likes Lucario too. I swear these yeah, are my Lucario own answers and a, not like Reddits or something. Lucario is just an awesome Pokemon. I'm going to change my third Pokemon to <laughs> Lucario. <laughs> and, and he can Mega Evolve. But I'm awesome. not going to choose Lucario. <laughs> okay, who would you choose? Your three. Okay, well, the way I see it is not necessarily in a Pokemon journey, but like if I just had to choose these Pokemon for like real life, like <laughs> to have um, my favorite Pokemon's Arcanine. Right. So I would obviously choose Arcanine because one, I could cuddle with it, and two, it's a like a six foot tall dog, so I can <laughs> ride on it all the time, and it breathes fire, so I'm never cold. And yeah. then I would also choose Tropius because it has a food source growing from its neck, and it can fly, and it's a dinosaur. <laughs> so I'm, like, set on the land and in the air. All I need is a water Pokemon, but I can't decide Uh-oh. which one I want. I'm thinking probably Blastoise, but I don't No, 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 no. Squirtle is so cute. And I could hug it, and it's a turtle. <laughs> Might go with Squirtle. Squirtle, Arcanine, and Tropius. Okay. 
I might change that answer later. <laughs> but for right now, we're going with Squirtle, Arcanine, and Tropius. Got the, you know, fire, water, grass going, yeah. so. Yep. Okay. So question two. What is your opinion on speedrunners? Speedrunners are great. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not even coming from like a certain like bias myself. I think what they do is just absolutely amazing. I'm one myself. How so. do you feel about people who glitch run? I think it's great, like, uh, going through, like, using, like, whatever means that you can, like, within, like, a game's limitations to try and beat it in the fastest time possible. Like, do whatever you can. But is it really beating the game? It is. Like, actually. when yeah. we were watching Zelda, and he just, like, glitched through three walls and was in, like, at the end of the game. It's not really, you're finishing the game really fast, but I don't feel like you're beating the game. Well, that's why there are also different categories for whatever uh, games that you're running. Like, say, for A Link to the Past, there's, like, five different categories. You could do the super fast one, or you could do 100%, which is what I run. Or you could do uh, no exploration glitch, or you could do uh, no save and quit and no exploration glitch as like that as well. That's pretty much, like, there's few glitches, but they don't break the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you still go through all the dungeons and stuff, but you don't, like, destroy the game. Yeah. Uh, personally, I enjoy watching someone play through the whole game really fast. Like, playing it, I guess, le legitimately. Like, I don't know if there is, however you, not non-glitch, is there a Glitchless. term for this? Glitchless. Glitchless. Like, it's cool that someone figured out how to go through the walls. Like, watch, when, we were, when I was watching AGDQ and they're doing Luigi's Mansion, and he like fell through. He's on like the second floor and like fell all the way through the basement and like oh, went yeah. through the wall. I mean, that's cool. Someone figured it out, but I'd rather watch someone play a game that takes me six hours to play, do it in like an hour, like pure efficiency. To me, that's more entertaining. You would probably be interested in like watching a lot of like a hundred percent runs for games, though. right? Yeah, except I like for like that. maybe Ocarina of Time because that's still like super crazy glitchy and breaks the game a lot. My only, my only thing was a lot of those games are older, like Nintendo and Super Nintendo games, and I have no nostalgia for those. So it's like, okay, they beat yeah. that cool. Like I don't, I have no basis to compare to that. It took me as a child, you know, yeah, however long to beat it, and they do it really quickly. I, I don't know. I always like it's one thing, like if it's like a, I, I'm really against like ROMs and emulators and, and mm. things like that. I just don't like them. So I think that, and I don't know if there are any speedruns that you have to use a ROM because it's ROM hacked to do whatever. I'm sure there is out there. I've just never watched any. Probably are, but not for like the really like big stuff. Right, Usually exactly. speedrunners like to go with like whatever is like on right. some kind of original hardware or something like that. Yeah, that's that I, I'm more impressed with. And if it's like, because I played Pokemon Red. And I did that missing no glitch, and I, you know, copied 99 of my well, items. Yeah, I, mean, I, did. I think we all so, did like, that when we were kids. As long as it's within the limitations of the game, like if it's on the actual, you know, cartridge or what have you, like I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, as long as it's not something that's been hacked a certain way, so you could do it super fast. Like I just that I'm so not if it's so a, great if it's about a legitimate that. bug in the game yes. that you can exploit then that's you're okay totally with that. cool with, yeah. that, that's that's the only thing that speedrunners do okay cool that's I'm, they, they don't hack the game they just okay i'm they, totally they get cool with team that. they get different teams to work on like different areas kind of like what uh game testers do okay <laughs> and they look for they look for uh different glitches and stuff to like see what stuff can actually like save time okay you know? yeah that i'm totally cool with 
if it's if it's actually in the hardware of the game and not hardware, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like if it's not, mm-hmm. if it is in the game, then I'm cool with it because like I got Mew that way. If it's in the game, it's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Although some people do use emulators to actually look for some of these uh, glitches well, of, and stuff. Of course, I mean I understand that, and I I I do understand like emulators if like that's like the only means of getting like the rarest Super Nintendo game of all. Like I understand that. Like I just don't. But see, I don't think that should count. I don't think speed running on an emulator should count. But that's just yeah. Me. I don't. Again, I'm not into as deep in the community as you are, Ron. It mostly just depends on the game community that, that you're running for. Like for Link to the Past, uh, the world record holder, uh, she actually runs on emulator, but it's actually statistically slower to play on emulator than mm. it is on console. Okay. So she can still like improve it if she got to run on an SNES, wow. but. For some reason, she doesn't. I'm not sure why. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah. Well, thank you for the question, Nick. Um, questions. Questions, yes. Very interesting, good questions. Um, don't be afraid to email us, guys. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions for the show, that email address is GameWareExpress at gmail.com. As always, we'll wrap the show up with our special stages. Who wants to go first? I'll let y'all go first. I'll have I don't I haven't prepared for this yet. I'm not prepared. I never have a special stage. Should we just get rid of this segment? <laughs> well, whenever I do have something to say, it's I have something to say, but I don't this time. <laughs> the whole week. The whole week. The whole week. You don't have like one thing you want to share with all of our listeners throughout the world. You know what I did this week? I cleaned some and I started watching Parks and Recreation, and that's what I did. <laughs> so, the exciting life I lead. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the continuation of the segment is now under review. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll go. Since I finally got my Xbox One, I can finally stop theoretically shitting on it and have my complaints for real. I still really don't like that controller. It's still too small for my hands. The bumpers are still bad. However, that D-pad is still killer. Mm-hmm. But the triggers aren't as, like, um, not clicky, but as firm as they were on the Xbox 360. They're a little more mushy. And I just, it's just weird. And before, I could never say I confidently, because it was just tech demos or playing it on LSU's campus when they came by. But after playing Titanfall for a few hours, where that's approach most use of the controller, I just, still not a big fan. I really like the controller, but that's also because I had one in my hands for so long. Right. Um, you know, it's it's smaller, which fits better for me because I have tiny hands. And I will say that I like the Xbox One's user interface now that- much, much, much better than the PlayStation 4's. Wrong. But... It is cool that when I sat down and that stupid camera looked at me, it was like, welcome, my gamer tag. And then you came in later and sat down and, and it, it was, was like, welcome, welcome, my gamer tag. Right. No, it the PS4's UI is not very good. I disagree because you play on your Xbox One more often at work, so you're used to the UI. That's true. When I first turned on my PS4, 
It was similar to the PS3s, but it was slightly different, but I could still figure it out. When on the, th on the Xbox Ones, that's good. No, Everything's lined up. On the Xbox One, I can't figure out how to do shit. I have to have you telling me how to find things. There's something simple in it's the just, settings. It's all, <laughs> it's all folders and subfolders, which I'm all about. I don't, I don't like linear. I don't like, like having it. I guess it's like a computer? Yeah, well, like a it, home it, PC or it's whatever. like Windows 8. Okay. Yeah. I don't like having to dig that far to something that I don't know what folder it's under. To me, what it's, it's more organized, which I like. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Counter argument. Um, I've been watching a lot of the Olympics. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was. I wouldn't really expect you stuff. much of an Olympics person. Well, what, figure skating. I mostly. Is awesome. I mostly watch it for figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm a big figure skating fan, and the the ladies' routines that I saw last night were just phenomenal. It's great. Okay, so Winter Olympics, we can all agree, are worse than the Summer Olympics. But what's your favorite Winter what? Olympic sport? Go. Winter Olympic sport? Figure skating. Figure skating? <laughs> Mine is the skeleton. It's like the luge, but you go down your stomach head first. Why are, the winter, right. wait, why are the Winter Olympics not as good as the Summer Olympics? Because the Winter Olympics are just 50 different ways of sliding around. The Winter Olympics ha is much prettier. <laughs> They're much prettier than the Summer Olympics. So I will have to agree with that one. <laughs> basketball and swimming. Okay, basketball and swimming and, and gymnastics and, and track and field. And and oh wait, no, I'm sorry. The, actually, the correct answer to the best Winter Olympic is that one where they ski and they stop and shoot things with a gun. That's skeleton. No, right? no, that's not skeleton. No, skeleton's like luge but on your stomach. Oh yeah. right. What I don't know what it's called, but you 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 like cross country ski. ski. Yeah, I think it's cross country. And then you, you and then you, and you pull out your gun and you shoot things with a gun. Like that's the coolest thing. Isn't like the Winter Olympics? It's the triathlon because I think you do something else as well. It's the biathlon. But yeah, that's okay. it. It's the biathlon. Okay. Isn't like the Winter Olympics just like. Canada, the showcase. Well, <laughs> well, there's also hockey. Yeah, <laughs> I watched some of that match today. I don't know who won though. I didn't finish watching it. I wonder if Twitter will tell me. Anyway, well, uh, there is also the moguls. I forgot to mention that moguls is fun to watch. Is that where they go down, like on the different little bunny, like little hills, the, and they go back and forth? Yeah, on the little like hills back and forth, and they do like tricks and stuff. Yeah, Did there's it? also a lot of tricks going along in the Winter Olympics as well. Did did we win? Did we beat Canada in hockey? We didn't beat Canada. I don't hockey, think we would we? beat Canada in hockey. <laughs> you never know. Uh, no, we lost one nothing. So now we play uh, Finland in the bronze medal game. Mm. Anyway, that's our show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Use the Triforce. You can find me at V for Extreme 12 on Twitter, as well as a bunch of other places where you can find Let's Plays and speedruns and stuff on YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> you can find Gameware on Facebook at facebook.com slash GamewareBR. And um, if you like us, definitely subscribe to us on iTunes. That way you can get up-to-the-minute pushes when our show goes live every Friday. So, And if you like us, maybe leave a rating. But that's it. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me, you guys. I know it was a, a short cast this week, and there's only three of us, but I appreciate you all coming by. And until next time, have a great weekend. We'll see you all next week.